Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I say, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with the Untranslatable Podcast, episode 13, Tomato Tomato, Data or Data, English Pronunciation. And I am here to get down to the bottom of these strange pronunciations with my good friend and fellow co-host, Jared. What's up, Jared? Hello. Tomato. Data. Oh, def- definitely tomato. Data or datum if it's singular. And also Twitter, untranslatable1. Instagram, untranslatable podcast. Email, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. All the essential phrases that we should learn, you know. Just, you know. Also, you know. Phrases, pronunciation, you name yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I should say up, up top, I am sick today. But I'm here because I, I'm not going to let this months of research go to waste. And sometimes, chat, you just have to say, Many freguista. Many freguista. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Better believe it. Jared is coming in hot today with our <laughs> brand new soundboard. I cannot believe it. I figured it. I'd, Jared has, I'd, uh, has turned himself into like a sound engineer. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what you can do with an iPhone and way too much time right? on your hands. that was sounds like already sounds like time well spent though jared that is for sure Uh, well my fellow manifregista um have you been uh up on the news lately did you hear what's going on um well i have you know the only news i really follow is always i have multiple different google alerts set about lebron james (laughs) So Ooh, the only right. news I'm getting is about him. And I, you know, I get a lot. Sometimes it's too much and it's an overload and I can't read it. You know, you got to sw- swipe through the titles and like, okay, I get it. Right. Schools, kids, other things. He's a good guy. Promises. Like he's, a good guy. he's got a lot of money he's given out. I like what I see. Oh, he's, he's, he seems like in terms of charitable and generous athletes, he is definitely one of the top. He's doing more than me. And I well, he has he has a little bit more cheddar than you do. Just I a am a bit. professional town walker. I walk around cities. Today I went for a walk for like two hours. It was great. Ooh, that does sound yeah, nice. It was great. It was kind of hot outside. I wore a tank top though, you know. I mean, you got to. I mean, we're both wearing tank tops now. That's just the the way you gotta do it in these summer days. <laughs> this, by the way, this is a different tank top. The other one was soaked Debatable. soaked through. This is my this is my podcast recording tank top. Nice. Uh, the other one was my city wandering tank top. What did uh, LeBron do? You know, fellow athlete. What did he do? Well, fe- fellow athlete and professional basketball player, uh, and also maybe city walker. You never know. He's got pretty long legs. I bet you he can cover some serious ground in the city. But what he did was opened up a school in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. I believe the school is called either the Promise School or the I Promise School. And it is for um, basically underprivileged people in Akron. Um, and if they complete school, pass, get a high school diploma, they get a full ride to college is my understanding of it. So that's that's just fantastic, you know, giving all these kids opportunities. I've also heard I thought the parents can also work on their GEDs. So, that's you awesome. know, I mean, he yeah, he's giving a lot back to the community. Yeah. Um, but you know what's really even more interesting than just him giving back to the community 
you know, we we do His say points that per you game know, percentage. Of, that, well, that that too, especially as he's gotten older. But that's a, that's another conversation for another that's time. That's even more impressive what? than what he's doing for the children. Oh, I, have you seen his vertical debatable. leap? That's that's true. That's true. But uh, no, what's really crazy is um, so LeBron James, I think his net worth is like four hundred million dollars, okay. right? Which is which is way more than than years in my network um, combined. Kendall Jenner's anyways, laughing at him right now. Or Kylie, which one was right. it? I, I don't even the know. Ni- the one with nine hundred million dollars, like four hundred. How do you survive? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but what's crazy is if you look at how much LeBron has net worth wise, and compare that with Jeff Bezos of Amazon, which is like a hundred and eighty billion or something Jesus like that. Christ. Is that how dude, much he has? Like, I don't know if that's how much he has, but dude, that's like three hundred and seventy-five LeBron Jameses is in one Jeff Bezos. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine the amount of schools that guy could build? Oh, yeah. And he would never Dude, never even go broke. What did you what is the number you just said about Jeff Bezos? 180 billion, I thought was 143 billion. Oh, 143. By okay, the way, either I, I, way though. I, I want to say you're not that far off, but we act like 20 billion or I don't remember what number you said. Uh oh, excuse me. Yeah, we act like 37 billion, billion is not a lot of money. We're like you weren't that far off though. It was only thirty-seven billion off. Right. Thirty-seven billion is enough. That in itself, life. Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, you could never spend all that money. I don't care if you live ten times. I doubt you could spend. I believe all that money. it was Chris Rock. Dan, I, I don't want to misquote this, but I believe it was Chris Rock that said there's a difference between rich and wealthy. And it's like, right. oh uh, yeah, some people are rich, absolutely. And but that's you know, wealthy's a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like your your grandkids, great grandkids will never have to worry about money. I wonder though, you know, you're right. It is easy for the quote unquote quote unquote easy. Also, they they say 143 billion. It's not like he can just go to his bank and take out 143 <laughs> billion in cash. You know what I mean? It's not all. It's, not, so all, it's not all liquid right off the bat right, right there. Right. Oh sure. But, um. That'd be so crazy if it was, though. Can you imagine that? Just stacks on stacks on stacks. How much? Because I'm sure he does some sort of uh, philanthropy. He's probably not a full-on rapist, but I'm sure he does some sort of uh, philanthropy. Right. I'm sure he does, maybe. Um, but how I, much? I know, how much is... Because you're right, and people... I've seen memes where people say, uh, Jeff Bezos, hey, why don't you save the world? Hey, Bill Gates... Oh, I guess Bill Gates doesn't right. really good work, but uh, I don't know what Jeff Bezos he does. He does. But they always say, hey, why don't you go save the world? And it's like, all right, bro, listen, I gave $3 billion. That's more than uh, an entire neighborhood, an entire city. Like, like I, I'm, right. I'm making cities worth of money. And I understand, like, if just that, like, what, how much do they expect people to give? And then how much do, how, how much, what's their, their, like, what's their like uh moral requirement you know what i mean right yeah i that's a great question i don't know i it's hard to say and i've i've also heard that there are some you know billionaires out there who who won't leave their entire fortune to their kids like they'll donate a lot of it to charity and stuff like that one if i was the kid I might be a little mad, maybe. Just be like, come on, Dad. Like, really? I mean, can't. I'm sure they bust him off a couple of mil. 
but they're not right. they're not like drop it they're not like all right we're, we, we have five kids you get 25 billion you get 25 billion <laughs> you get 25 you get 25 billion you get 25 billion they're not just handing out quarter trillion dollars like uh just making it rain in billions to all their kids yeah who, yeah this this hand all right i'm on my deathbed and probably and by the time he dies it'll probably be 300 billion who knows so it's like you're just handing each oh, kid yeah. 100 billion you if if that's what you do to your kids so when, on your deathbed they should kill you by beating you with a stick it's like you're gonna give your kids <laughs> uh like these kids are already douchebags this is the probably they're definitely probably spoiled Instagram's and entitled flames by that oh, time sure. they're virtual reality instagrams right still not as uh flames though as our instagram posts especially the one uh when you were when we were talking about the foods the drunchies yes that was literal you know, flames gonna, out they're the gonna mouth. be drunk off of uh what's what do rich people drink I don't know, Cristal, or is that old now? <laughs> I mean, I that was a rapper. That's probably like super. They're outdated. gonna be drunk off of Moet and Shandon. They're gonna be drinking souple or drinking, eating souple and saying <laughs> many freguista <laughs> with their yes. wingtip shoes on. Please on tell yacht. me you have. Please tell me you have more of those sounds. Uh, we have to work on that. I do have one more. All right. We do. We do have Ooh. to work on that. We have to. We have to All cultivate right. them. You know, we're early in. This is well, a new process. That's true. Hey, you, say I'll, some, I'll try to give you plenty of sounds, and I'll and, and maybe there'll be another board, another board piece. I, I have plenty. You, of, you're trying to dangle the carrot in front of in front of my face right now, Jared. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to bring your uh, your best your, my yeah, game, huh? Yeah. And maybe the sound. All right. So you're up. telling me you don't want me to be a manifregista. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly Wait, what I'm all saying. Right. All right. That's fair. Well. In case some of our listeners out there don't know, um, menefrigista uh, is an Italian word, which means basically when you uh, do not care or. Uh, oh, that is, oh yes. Do you, you hear that, Jared? <laughs> oh, what time is it? I think it's time for uh, some brand new untranslatable oh. phrases. What do you think? I mean, the, the untranslatable cuckoo did cuckoo. And you know we are cuckoo for untranslatable phrases. Yeah. This is this is this is going to be the downfall of our pod- podcast as the soundboard. <laughs> By the end of the month, we're not even going to be talking. It's just going to be uh, us having a full conversation Soundboards. through a uh, soundboard. It'd be interesting. I'd, I'd be twenty eighteen okay is here, everyone. That's right. This is the year of the soundboard. We got to get ready for twenty nineteen. I know. I know. Just pure soundboard pods. Just sitting here pressing See, buttons. Kids will probably it. listen to that. Just like us, ha- like if we had like a full conversation through uh, like some sort of messenger that can translate our thing to some sort of sound. I don't know. Kids are stupid, is what I'm saying. And I think we need to <laughs> up our game for 2019. I like where your head's at. Tune in for episode 14, where this is going to be a virtual reality podcast. That's right. And don't forget right. those chips. They're on the way. I talked yeah, to the manufacturer are. yesterday. Uh, I tried one in for a little bit. They feel nice. nice they only hurt on Mondays and Thursdays when the episode drops. But it's not even a uh, hurt. It's more just like a, hey, you know, it's five in the morning. What's it's up? time to listen. That's right. 
And then you know once Sorry, it's one it's one it's one in the morning. You've already had an That's hour true. of opportunity to listen. Now it's you know, really I tried time to, to I tried to factor in for people in other places. And then you know once again. That's fair. In the afternoon, listen twice. You know once it That's once true. Hey, it's eight o'clock. Time for your dinner. Listen or a dessert. Listen. You know, I understand it's. <laughs> or an appetizer listen. Yeah, you hey, know? Hey, I mean, just go crazy. We're not here to control you. Sometimes you just got to... Many freguista. You know, that's on you. You can listen whenever you want, but you have to listen twice. <laughs> right. That's all. Listen once, shame on uh, shame on me. Listen twice, shame on you. Is that how that I think that works? that's exactly how that works. That's another shirt. That was, that's how that works. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. You better believe it. Well, Jared, I think it's time for you to... Uh, Blow my mind with some new untranslatables. What do you got for me? Um, okay, the first one is Portuguese, specifically Brazil. Mm. Okay. Encher linguicia. Ah, shit. Something about language? Encher linguista. Linguis. Uh, okay, watch this, by the way. Next level. Encher linguica. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. You're going to have to teach she me how to spoken. do that. So I can she has spoken. Encher linguista. Okay. Can you say that second one? I struggle with that second word. Can you play it for me again? Encher linguicia. That's it. Linguicia. Have, have the voice play again. Encher linguica. 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 Encher linguica. Encher linguica. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, that means to stuff a sausage. Stuff a sausage, huh? Stuff a sausage. And Okay. And does this mean like... Get, can you give me any other clues or will it give it away? Um... I can give you a like a maybe I can use in a sentence an English if I'm saying I'm saying it in English. Um, okay. You know I would listen to other podcasts other than the untranslatable podcast, but all the other ones except for the untranslatable podcast, they just seem to stuff sausage and it gets old. You know, they just drone on and on and on. Oh, and okay. Stuff sausage. They're not. Is it kind of like when you're I full listen, of baloney? I'm not done, by the way. Oh. When I listen to the untranslatable <laughs> podcast, I become a poly- polyglot. I learn about the world. However, the right. other ones just stuff sausage, and I feel like I come away with nothing. Okay, well, you did that was amazing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even want to follow you after well, that one. That that's was not great. Fully, what, that is the definition that they had in a lot of websites. So is it like when reason. something like is just like like it's just kind of full of baloney? Like it's not. Uh, kind of. It's to talk on and on without really saying anything. But I guess okay, that could be full gotcha. of baloney as well, too. That def- that definitely kind fits, of. but I think it's a little more, a little broader than that. They don't have to be full of right. baloney. They could still just be rambling. Right. It's like, That's you're not true. full of baloney, but I'm also not interested. <laughs> like every other podcast well, good, besides the Untrenched Good label, to know. Which a lot of the definitions had that sentence in there, too. It's like, wow. Strange, really weird, especially probably on Urban Dictionary because we know definitely that's the, and Oxford, Oxford that's the and Urban ideal. Dictionary. You know, what, what right? Are, what are I grandparents mean, those know? are our two go-to dictionaries, <laughs> and what the kids know in the streets. All right, Chad, that's right. Give me one. All right, I got a Latin one for you because uh, I hope you can get this one right. Um, but this one is nullius in verba. Nullius, nullius in verba. 
Huh. I don't know. Noleus and Verba? Uh-huh. I don't know what Noleus would be. On the, Except for the name the, of my first the, if you trans song. If you translate the words, it is on the word of no one. Noleus and Verba. On the word of no one. Okay. Does that mean you trust no one? So... <laughs> yes sir that's See, Chad, right uh, you're not the only one with this. <laughs> Ooh, okay you you got it all right yes that means basically to take no one's word for it to question authority to find out what is empirically true not on the bias of authority can you say that again nullius nullius in verba by the way i'm not kidding that is a great name for us for someone this is nullius his middle <laughs> name true. is verba what does that mean? Trust no one. <laughs> Step back. Just like it all came from his, a neighbor's dog that did him wrong years ago. That's right. Hopefully it wasn't John Wick's dog, though, because no, that could be bad. No, not John Wick's dog. More like a uh, I Am Legend situation. Right. My next word is Hindi. Ooh, okay. And it is Namak Mirch Lagana. Namak Mirch Lagana. Okay, and what do those words mean? To apply salt and red pepper. To apply salt and red pepper. Just, um. just, just applying salt and red pepper. Okay. Um, like, is that just to spice things up? I don't know. No, 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 no. That is not what that is. No. That uh, it is. You got another solid example for me, like that last yeah. one? Um, you know, I, I get a lot of emails uh, and a lot of tweets. A lot of people saying, Jared, you and Chad, you guys have the best podcast ever. Wow, I'm so glad I found you guys. My life has changed. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Nothing has ever been better until I listen to your podcast and some, and then I'll just be like, guys, guys, I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. But Namak Mirch Lagana. That was smooth. Thank you. <laughs> that was really smooth. Okay. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically from your example, it just means like, um, stop, like, like you're flattering me. Like, Oh, stop it. Kind of uh, thing. It's too exaggerate. Okay. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I like good. that one. To apply salt and right. red pepper. So, oh, there is one. Uh, there's one podcast I listen to, and sometimes what he'll say, like he has a band at his at his podcast. Mm -hmm. I'll shout him out. Todd Glass Show. He could use the uh, exposure from us. It's the least we could do for the smaller. Oh, for <laughs> it's still time for the untranslatables. I know. Uh, well, that and that's an organic one. We're not going to get that. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get an organic one for much longer. Hey. I'm, Nope. Soak that in, listeners. That's a real one. That's right. Yeah, guys. German cuckoo clock coming at you. You're not the only Ooh. one with the. Uh, I don't like the competition. Oh, I forgot about that. It's because it's it. real. Anyway, right, the um, little music. What were we talking about before we were uh, dis distracted your, by the untranslatable uh, your owl? Exaggeration, uh, untranslatable. Oh, right, right, right. I, oh, there's a podcaster, Todd Glass. He has uh, a band at during his podcast, and and they'll play. Mm -hmm. And they'll, sometimes they'll tell him to like exaggerate something, and they'll say, "He's uh -huh. like, man, relax. You're really making a meal out of it." I like that. That's a fun. Oh, one. all right. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that too. Making a meal out of it. All right. 
Give me another one. Interesting. While I, uh, All right. Almost sneeze. Give it to me. I got I got one uh, for you in Japanese. And it is Yogen. 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 Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. And I wish I like could tell you more about the history of this word, but <laughs> the meaning of it is. Or here, I'll I'll try to give you an example. I doubt it'll be as uh, as amazing as yours, <laughs> but I'll give it a try. So hey, so with this word. So Jared, this so for this word, you you come visit me in the Czech Republic, you take the hopefully I don't know if there's an elevator in my apartment, but I'll be on the ninth floor, so I hope there's an elevator. So you uh, you take the elevator up, you get to the ninth floor, you come in my uh, in my apartment. I got everything set up for the podcast, and you look out the window, and you see these beautiful mountains in the background, and then you just experience Yogan. Nirvana, peace. Um, maybe, maybe that was, maybe that wasn't an ideal, (laughs) maybe this wasn't an ideal example, but but basically the definition, yes, the definition is pertaining to a profound awareness of the universe, which evokes feelings that are inexplicably deep and too mysterious for words. Okay. Y-U-G-N. Obviously it's Japanese characters, but that's the English spelling for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like that. Yogen. You got another one for me? Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, this is also Hindi. And then I have some other ones after that, but I have two Hindi ones. Atdal kabav patachalna. Oh, my Say gosh. Say again. Sorry. Atdal kabav patachalna. I have, I have no idea. What to know is. the value of wheat and lentils. So is that like to know, like know something's worth? Yeah. To step into the real world and struggle. Okay. Finally starting to know the value of wheat and lentil there, little Sonny. That's right. I'm sure I'll learn the value of wheat and lentils once <laughs> I get to the Czech Republic. That's for sure. Uh, I bet you will, too. I bet you will, too. I sure hope so. Are you going to be on All a right, fixed, fixed bud, a fixed budget, a very fixed uh, budget over there, or just some, out of some, somewhat? But uh, I'm going to try to ball ball it out in control. That's very so nice. We'll see how you. that goes. Right, got to do what I can. All right, so I got one for you. Um, one moment, let me make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Um, so many okay one second here thank you so this word is this word is uh i believe it is sabsung and it's thai okay sabsung I, well, obviously, I don't really know what that means i'm not gonna lie so this one so this one jared sabsung is when you know, right now you're not you're not feeling super great, right? But right. you you're you're a co-host to this amazing podcast and you have this bomb soundboard. And after you're done recording your your podcast, you just get this feeling of um Sabsoon. Satisfaction. 
Yeah, kind of. It means Sebsung means it's Thai for being revitalized through something that livens up, livens up one's oh, life. Wow. Revitalized. Yeah. yeah, that's not the the feeling I thought I'd have after this. Mm, bummer. This takes everything out of me because you know I'm a first class actor and performer. That's true. And uh, people don't people don't even realize this is not even my real voice right now. I'm actually not even sick. I'm just playing sick. <laughs> right. It's his character. But for I'd this argue pot. it's harder than actually being sick. My next word is Cantonese, and it's hamsup. Okay. Hamsup. Okay. And literally, that's translated to salty and wet. Hmm. People, salty and you wet. know, people often email and Instagram DM me, and you know, they slide to the DMs and they uh, tweet me, <laughs> "Hey, Jared, I love the podcast. It is the greatest." Uh, mm-hmm. That chat guy though, he's a little uh, humps up if you know what I'm saying though. You know, like what's up with that? Well, and I say, hey, he's a nice guy. He just <laughs> has different taste in things. That is true. Humps different up. strokes for different folks. What's humps up? Humps up is like you're salty and wet. You're salty and wet. So is it kind of like you're like the black sheep? No. No. It's, do you want me to tell you? You were close. Yeah. It's okay. perverted. Oh, whoa there. <laughs> hey, listen. Whoa, me. they're perverted. Okay. These are just the emails I'm getting. I get a lot of them. <laughs> uh, and, that is true. Know, people are sliding into my DMs. People are emailing me, calling my personal phone. I don't know how they got my number. Skin wild. But it is highly Skin invasive. And I realize true. Chad is humps up. <laughs> but that's the part of the untranslatable podcast is we grow as a people. And we also learned As that you people. can't judge people for their own uh, personal enjoyments and personal, you know, thingies. That's his hump up. That, that's right. Yeah, one more. All right. Also Cantonese. Sickling, mm, okay. sickling mung. Sickling mung. Okay. What? Give me, give me one of your tried and true examples. Um. I told you the uh, last episode about a uh, nice. Uh, Nice uh, date I went on with a girl who had uh, paintings, uh-huh. and I never heard back about those paintings. And uh-huh. I really wanted, but and, and she said I could have them. And now I'm just really feeling sickling mung. That's like you're I, you're sad to eat lemons. First of all, did I say that? Oh, to eat lemons, really? Yeah. So do the Cantonese not like the taste of lemons? Then do you like the taste of lemons? Yeah, like you just eat them like an orange. I mean, I bite into them. Yeah, oh, do you I'm really weird like that? Yeah, I like lemons. Yeah, that's weird. good for you. That explains a lot. This this really Humps smart up. guy named Jared, this really smart guy named Jared there I know told me uh, they're very high in vitamin C and other nutrients, and I like the way they taste. So yes, sir. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, I have I have uncles that eat lemons, uh, like they just bite into them. I always thought it was kind of okay. weird and just assumed it was a southern thing, but hey, there you go. I'm not uh, not really southern at all, but I'll eat my lemons. Sickling mung. And so to eat lemons. But I think we can all like agree to... that lemons are widely known as sour things. Yep, for sure. Do you, you just enjoy oh, the sourness, sure. or what's up with I that? I do. I do. The sourness is good. Interesting. It's refreshing. You like that shiver? Sourness with some water. Give a little shiver to you ever? Like ooh. doesn't doesn't give me shivers. Maybe maybe I've built up my sour tolerance. Did you like a uh, um, sour patch kids? Oh yeah, and uh, warheads. Oh Those yeah, that's actually what I meant. That's I what I meant to say. Not sour. Those warheads kids. were sour. I was never ballsy enough to eat the black ones. 
until oh dude until i was like 20 something and i was like oh they're it's not it's they're all the same (laughs) (laughs) good marketing marketing strategy you know and once i realized they're all the same i felt very sickling mung by my taste by my childhood taste buds so is that like disappointed almost rejected oh rejected okay sickling mung interesting well, Jared, I uh, I don't know about you, but I want to keep this uh, this quizzing going on, and I want to give you some English words. So we'll we'll move on to our main topic okay. today, which Ooh. is uh, is there a quiz? Tomato, tomato. Oh yeah, I got I got some words for you, and uh, I want you to tell me which is the way we should be saying these. All right, I got so the first word. I'm going to start. Ooh, all right, all right. Go ahead. Then. We'll we'll just alternate. So I got I got one for you. So the word, well. Tell me whether or not this is the correct way to pronounce this word. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> the word is bless you. Gesundheit. Excuse me. Um, salute. Uh, the word is. Also, um, just for the future, I believe I yep. muted my mic right before uh, uh, I sneezed. I thought I was really slick mm-hmm. with it. But you heard yeah. me, so that means I didn't. So uh, I'm not slick. You're still slick. I still think you're slick. <laughs> All right, Jared. So here I'm we so go. Granted, you can see me too. Right. That that does help. All right. So this word is, um, oh, oh. So, so all right. Sorry, getting distracted. Yeah, here. but you can't this hear. This word me. is. I didn't mute my mic that time. Right. I mute my mic well, so I you can, can say the it. word while I'm sne- while I'm sneezing. <laughs> right. Chad, we went all right, to so he- twenty five years of broadcasting school. And That's all true. I ask is for you to not recognize every time I sneeze. Actually, 26 for me. But anyways, the word is Yeah, but that's Calvary. you one year, you idiot. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Calvary. Is it Calvary or Cavalry? Calvary. The second one. Cavalry? Wait, no. Caval- or- cavalry. With a, with a V first or the L first? V first. Cavalry. Very good. Okay. Some people do, though, for some reason, pronounce that word cavalry. Don't know why. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I get that. All right. Can I give mm-hmm. you one? Yeah. Do you oh, know yeah, the, the purplish color M-A-U-V-E? Some people say mauve. Some people say mauve, right? Which one is I'm going to go with mauve. Mauve. All right. Ooh, get that hand <laughs> going. Uh, you know what I All wish right. I had was if I was more prepared? I would have one mm-hmm. that could be a, a no. Uh, Ooh, you know. we'll have to get one. That of those. seems a little aggressive. <laughs> that is a little aggressive. I didn't realize these uh, guesses were life or death, Jared. <laughs> Did not realize that. All right, I got another one for you. The, okay, is this word dilate or dilate? Dilate or dilate. Mm-hmm. One has two syllables. One has three syllables. Dilate, dilate. Like I went to the eye doctor, and he dilated or dilated my eyes. Dilated. Meh, wrong. Oh, it's actually no. dilate. D i l a t e. Dilate. Uh huh. Dilate. Okay. But a lot of people say dilate. A lot of people do. Um. Okay. So. You got another yeah, one. Yeah, I got another one. I uh N U C L E A R. We got a lot oh, of N-U-C-L-E-A-R yep. weapons. A lot of nuclear weapons of mass destruction. Say it. 
Nuclear. Yeah, yeah, there you go. A lot of people say nuclear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuclear. That is not correct. That is true. But, you know, to each his own. All right, I got one for you, Jared. Okay. Is it candidate or candidate? Second one, candidate. Very good. Very good. All right. Got to get that I have one more, and then I actually have some. I have some. I have one more, and then we'll get back to this. Hold on. Okay. Um. Off. Oh, O F T E N. Often. Uh. But a lot of people say often. That is incorrect. It's supposed to be often. The T is completely silent. Really? Yeah, baby. Oh wow! All right. Interesting. Now I'm gonna have to kill you. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, watch out. <laughs> it's been fun doing those podcasts. Um, I have another question for you. Okay. Do you know what English is made up of? Like what its roots, what its language are, lang- what the language is rooted in? Like English in general, or or words in general. Uh, English. English. Words. Well, well, well. English is a Germanic language, but there's a lot of uh, French words, words with Latin stems or roots, Greek roots, um, Germanic roots. Wow, stuff like okay, that. Okay, I forgot I was yeah. talking to a German teacher, and English and English teacher. teacher. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you uh, you probably should have quizzed me because I would not have answered that as well as you just did. That's it. All right, we're done. Moving on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, apparently um, in terms of specifics. If you look at the vocabulary of English. 20%, oh, excuse me, 26% of English is Ger- Germanic, mm-hmm. 30% is French. French, yep. And 30 is Latin. And so French speakers are likely to have a comparatively easier, to- easier time learning English, mm. which is also kind of a shame. I, it had me thinking, because that's true. Okay, I guess I, that makes sense. But if you look at it that way, then... Americans should have an easier time learning German and French. We have a leg up on both of those because we have a little taste of two. Yes and but no. But so much of... Okay. Yes and no. I would say there are a lot of cognates in words, so there will be a lot of vocabulary that is similar. And now, Chad... But what? Yeah. I know what a cognate is, of course, but for the audience, the listeners, could you tell them what oh, a cognate good. is? I would tell them, Absolutely. but you're the teacher, so... I felt like fair, I should leave it enough. to you. Fair enough. I appreciate it. The uh, uh, a cognate is when a word is very similar in two languages. And yeah, similar so for two example, languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so what I was for example, house. <laughs> <laughs> for example, the word house in English is house in German. It's just spelled different. Oh, okay. H-A-U-S. Okay. Or the word hand in German is hand. H-A-N-D. I gotcha. Just pronounced differently, right? I gotcha. And then French. What are some French cognates? Do you know any, Jared? Um, hmm. Oh, this is tough. Now you're putting me on the fly like this. Putting you on the spot. Uh, yes, sir. Um. Well, I mean, there's. Uh, ah, this is tough. You can't put me on the spot. This is tough. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some too, but I don't really know very much French. Uh, let me Google um, it now. I'm sure there are quite a few of them. Um, they're just not coming to mind right now. French to English cognates. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, jeez. There's probably a lot of them. Yeah. You put me on the spot there for a second. That was scary. Gotta keep you on your toes. Yeah, That's but my I, job. I, 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 told, I actually told the girl I loved her. How many times do I have to tell you that? 
right? explain to you that my French is uh, awful. I'm just trying to get you to tell more ladies you love them yeah. in French. That's all. Maybe if I can find some cognate, I'll actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> Hopefully. That's the goal. Oh, adorable. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, par- Miserable, probably, uh, yeah. right? Miserable. Uh, okay. Brave is brave, I guess. I don't know. These are stupid words. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Racial, radiant, respectable, rural. Radiant. Respectable. But this is just, this is just uh, this is too confusing of a... See, I hate when you put me on the fly like this, because then I feel like uh, people are staring at me. I do do this in front of a live audience, but I feel like other people are staring at me. That's because I'm staring at you through uh, FaceTime right now. Uh, okay, here we go. I got a list of French cognates. Oh, nice. Let me see if... I'll give you a word of French, see if you know what it is in English. Okay. Oh, jeez. Now I'm putting myself on the spot. Let me find let me find a good one. I'm nervous. I'm shaking in my cowboy boots. A tetre. Oh jeez. I have no idea. A peretre. That's what it is. Appear. That was stupid. Man. Oh, to appear. Okay. That makes sense. A lot of these are very close, I will say. But I can just I can just name some of them. Uh, I mean it's an alphabetical word. Yeah. So oh, bicyclette. Oh, bicycle. Yes. Um, Katastrophe. That's the same in German, too, actually. Katastrophe. Yeah. In German, yep. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Cheminée. Let's see if you can get this one. Cheminée. Cheminée. Chemical? No. Chimney. What is it? Uh, Oh, okay. Chimney, yeah, sounds so much fancier than a uh, chimney. I have some Santa Claus. He comes down the chimney. <laughs> chimney. I'm just gonna start using that one too. These are a lot of words I need to add to my uh, quiver vocabulary. I can tell you some reasons. Your vocabulaire. Oh, one thing I've always said. First of all, first of all, like we haven't been talking about this for however long. Um. You can never do a German um, spelling bee. It's it, it, does that exist? German I don't spelling bees. Who put me on the spot now? Maybe, probably. I but wouldn't know. it be too easy? I feel like I could spell better in English than I can in. Um, um, oh wow, interesting. So one of the first things that popped up, uh, one of the first things that popped up that I just googled. Well, spelling bees are only fun in English, so here's what other countries do. See? Interesting. Because I, I can spell better. I mean, I'm, obviously my English is way better than my German, which is not saying much. They're both awful. But I can speak better in English. And um, I could easily do a German spelling bee, and I could still struggle easily with an American one, or American, English one. Are you going to read to me some of this, uh, whatever, it's in front of your face? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Skim through and see what's interesting from it. Um, and I can. Huh, so mm-hmm. Go uh, ahead. all I was going to say is, um, at least in German, everything is spelled uh, like 100 percent phonetically, essentially. Right. Right. And so there's really never any questioning. How do you spell this? Because it's exact. It, it, once you figure out what everything sounds like, which is not difficult to do anyway, in German, at least. Mm-hmm. Once you figure out okay. what everything sounds like, you know right. how to spell everything. Right. Exactly. 
English is not is not the case, and it also that will influence the word stress and other pronunciation that we'll be getting to later uh, when we address some more things about this topic. But okay, so Jared asked me about spelling bees or what other countries do. So French speakers around the world enter the um, Quebec dictée des dictée des Amériques. An international competition started in 1994. The finals, they hear a passage composed for the contest by a famous author, which is read aloud four times. Each contestant must scribble down the text of the passage word for word in about an hour. Update this contest sadly appears to have ended in 2009, though there's still the yeah, Dutch. Yeah, that's because it's boring as fuck. Do you watch that? I mean, people watch spelling bees. So, I don't know. So, so let me. Re- so they, they, um, they, they hear like a long passage and they have to rewrite it from memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds so boring and dumb. It's it's just like how good's your memory? That's uh, it's like how about it would be more fun if they had one of those Simon games out there with the with the right. four different colors on it. Uh-huh. That would be more impressive to me. This is interesting too. In so, country? give me another one. So, I only got one other one for you. Right, well, uh, so, in, in in China, kids join dictionary contests where they look up words as fast as they can. Unlike English, you can't completely decipher a Chinese character's pronunciation just by looking at it, and characters can have many components. Thus, there are several ways to find words in dictionaries. That's just crazy. A dictionary contest. That's interesting. So they're different tactics yeah. to go about finding words. Right. Because it doesn't follow the same kind of logic. Which is pretty I wild. I mean, it's still boring. Yeah. But that's better than that's better than watching someone write an essay in front of you. Right. It's true. That is true. Are you going right, to dazzle us with some more uh, information? Uh, well, I was hoping to dazzle you with a couple other word pronunciations. Okay. So I got another one for you. Is this word accessory or accessory? Ooh. See, I always say, and I might be wrong, but I always say accessory. Okay, with a, with a K there, kind of. Yeah. Accessory. Accessory. That is actually correct. Yes. Yes. Good job. Ooh. Accessory. Yeah, accessory is pronounced incorrectly. Yes. Okay. Let's see here. What other ones are there? Is there any right, rule? I, on, like, why? Like, who makes these rules? Why is it that ours is has is? Are are there a lot of languages that are have no rhyme or reason to them with their spelling like this? Um, maybe I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure there probably are. But I, oh, there's got to be. But English, I think, honestly, man, is one of the weirdest. I mean, just the spelling we have in things. Um, it's just crazy. How do it's you, absolutely crazy. How do you spell um, expedition? Uh, no. Oh. What expedition? No, 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 no. There's this word that my teacher just wrote down the other day, and we couldn't, we didn't know how to spell it, and mm. uh, we had a good old nerdy laugh about that because she started writing it, and as she was going for it, she was slowing down, and I was like, "How do you spell it? How do you spell it?" Right. But now I can't find it because I actually don't really mm. don't tell her this, but I actually don't really read a lot of the things she writes because it's, she writes like little mini essay things and i'm like all right i'm gonna get what you're saying mm. man I can't i'm telling find her it. jared i can't, I can't I'm telling find her it. all right well either way i want to give you some words that can actually have more than one pronunciation so jared how would you pronounce this word 
O U R. How would you say that word? Say that. Say that again. O U R. O U R. Our. Okay. So that word sounds exactly like the time, like I spent an hour at the gym. Yes. Right. Do you know what the other uh, alternative pronunciation for that would be? Ood. No, I don't. R. This is our house. I guess I never. You never even realize that. I guess I never think about yeah. that, that uh-huh. stuff. So it's is that a, crazy? So right? are there certain? Is there, there's like certain acceptable, uh, acceptable pronunciations? Because who's These really determining seem- that? Right. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, and at what point? I, I don't have the answer. At what point is it more just a determination uh, uh, based off of location, or or can you or like where is the line between this is just how we say it where we're from or like nah you're just saying it wrong? Well, there's definitely a location aspect which we're actually we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes. I have some oh wow other location things for you. I, I came Chad's I came prepared today. Plans. That's right. Yes, sir. Um, and also a big thing too is the word stress um, too. If you if you have a word like decade, right? D e c a d e decade. If you pronounce the second syllable, which is cade, it sounds like you're saying decade. Right. So it's a different. It morphs decade. into a, almost a different word, right? Oh, depending decade, on where you put the emphasis. Decade. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I see what you're saying. Depending on where that emphasis emphasis is. Okay. It'll change it. Yes. Can I give you an interesting word that surprised me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, tiny insects are called L R A V A E. Larva. Incorrect. Right? L- larvae? Also incorrect. Oh, okay. Larvae rhymes with Humvee. Okay, larvae, huh? Interesting. Yeah, that w- that was a surprising one for larvae. me. Larvae, okay. And Weird. can I also do one more for you, real quick? Settle the final. Abs- settle this once and for all. Absolutely. G I F. Oh, dude, GIF all day long. See, I'm with you. GIF. However, people say it's GIF. That nope. The nope. actual inventor of the GIF says it's pronounced GIF. Well, I still I'm not gonna change it. I still say GIF, nope. and I'm gonna keep it that way. But it is yep. apparently. GIF and I. This is a sad moment. G- I don't if, know if, if I can go on and do this podcast anymore. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> if that's if that's GIF, then I guess we then people who are religious believe in Jod. I mean, first of all, can you compare it like that? It doesn't even work like that, though. We've been Why showing not? that it, that the language doesn't even work like that. That's true. There's no rhyme and reason to this. That's true, especially in English. I feel like for every rule, there's like a hundred exceptions. All right, Jared. I got I got two more words for you with alternative pronunciations. Okay. Either and neither. Oh, or is it either and neither? Exactly. And you can say either or, either or, either or, neither or, neither or, and it's all fine. And these are also fine. I did a little extra research, and uh, basically words that have alternative pronunciations like that. Um, they're usually okay as in grammatically correct or, or they sound correct. Really, it's not grammatically correct, but they right. sound correct because there's no difference in the meaning, right? Okay. I can say you can either do this or you can either do that, and the, you still know the meaning, right? Yes. But if I say produce versus produce, Those are two there's a difference things. in meaning. Oh. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? You're like a word magician right now. Um, I try. Like – 
Yeah, so like when you write produce and produce, it's spelled the same, but it can mean two different things, just depending on how you yes. say it. I'm Absolutely. going to the store to get some produce. Does, like, yeah, what? it doesn't work. It's like, what? Yeah, That's exactly. the word, though. That is the exact word. Right, but it's produce. I got, do you want to know why? Jared is the best at producing this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Better believe it. It's because you're not a menefriguista. <laughs> but uh, no, so the difference between produce and produce, obviously, is word stress. Um and then depending on the stress of the word, they can be a verb or a noun, right? Yes. So another example for you is like perfect and perfect, right? right. I would say Jared is a perfect co-host, right? Yes. But then is. I would say, but Chad needs to perfect his <laughs> podcasting skills. We would both. We, yes, everyone. Right. I've been getting the emails. So base, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So here, once again, the difference is the verbs and actually in this case um it's a verb and an adjective so perfect you know you, you're a perfect podcast co-host whereas i need to perfect my podcasting skills right so there's the difference verb and adjective okay you know mm-hmm. which one i struggle with still like on a consistent basis uh-huh effect or effect i consistently okay. struggle with that one okay well, those are those are a little different, um, um, because they're spelled differently, but they're they are pretty tricky. Um, I feel like we're we're uh, this is Chad's warm up for uh, when he gets to the Czech Republic, right? I mean, I've been asked this question before, and what's important to know is um, affect Settle is the verb, meaning so affect is the verb meaning to influence something, right? So that had a very positive, or that affected me in a very positive way, right? An effect is something that was influenced. So like, um, for example, um, there are negative side effects. Right. So I could say I was affected by the side effects. And that's A, then E? Yes. Okay, jeez. I was pretty affected. confusing stuff, right? So By the side a effects. Is a verb. E is yeah. is not a verb. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. can remember that. Emphasis. There you go. Oh, I I also have a emphasis thing right here that I was going to talk about, but you you explain it very nicely. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I like being. So, I like this. Keep going. Okay, so so I also want to talk about um, some differences in stress. Uh, because this really is the difference between American English and British English. Okay. Is the stress. A lot of it. Obviously, the accent is a little different as well. But, um, for example, um, Jared, do you know how British people say the word aluminum? Aluminium. I do. Okay. So, I watch so a lot Jared, of Right. So, Jared, can you tell me where the stress is on the American word aluminum? Aluminum. In the middle? So very good. So it's the lu, right? Aluminum. Yeah. And where's the stress for the British one? Aluminium. At the beginning, at the L. Aluminium. Is it at the beginning or is it at the aluminium? Okay. Because ah. it's not aluminium, it's aluminium, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Aluminium. So the- Do they have to teach emphasis in English classes? 
I mean, I do in my English classes, absolutely. And is do do people of foreign language understand, like, notice the differences and, and like, pick that up quickly? Do other languages it, have that kind of such emphasis situation? That's that's a great question. So it depends on the language, right? So, so I know German has um, different word stress, right? Like, um, you know, you have Berlin, I guess, is one way to say it. Berlin, and then. Um, Berlin would be the other way to say it, which sounds kind of weird, right? Okay. Or you have, or you have Koblenz is the way you should say the city of Koblenz, right? Koblenz. You don't say Koblenz, but Koblenz. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so there is word stress in German. I I think in French there isn't as much word stress actually, not like English. I could be wrong on my French expert. Um, Spanish, there's definitely word stress, and I think the accents can also change your word stress a little bit. Um, but here are a couple other examples well, for you, Jared. In Spanish, I'd be surprised uh -huh. if it also wasn't the case in French. I mean, they're very similar languages. Right. True. But here, let me give you some other English words that um, have different word stress, so it changes changes the the sound of the word. Right. So. So, Jared, what do we call that thing you take um, when you want to be a little healthier? Um, it's it's kind of like a pill, but Steroids? it's not a pill. Some, sometimes, you, yes, no. Sometimes you can chew it. Oh, um, um, uh, oh. <laughs> I say vitamins. What do you say? Vitamins. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd say, say vitamins. vitamins. Yep, vitamins. Exactly. Or like we have with our title, tomato and tomato. Right. But so, right. but vitamins. I guess the the British people would say that. Well, it's not spelled V I T E. It, Bro, it's, it's not vit. spelled V I T E. Like why? Why is it? I I believe that some of it also has to do with just like uh, a little bit of American arrogance when we were first. Hold up. Oh yeah, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> oh, it's most God. definitely American arrogance, without a definite, without a doubt. Oh you know? man, one and a half podcast is happening right now right <laughs> oh oh man you know actually it would be good podcasting though if i died on air maybe that could get us some more listeners <laughs> podcaster gonna, dies on air it's gonna be hard to uh, co-host keeps the going pod without you real true I mean, i'm gonna have to try yeah you gotta try all right how about this one though too so um you also have envelope and envelope right yes I'm going to say Which do you say? envelope. Okay. What about aunt or aunt? Oh, was I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What about aunt or aunt? I say aunt. Everyone makes fun of me. I I also make fun of you. But aunt is, is wrong. more incorrect. Yeah, I would oh, agree. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's why when everyone, when everyone oh, why do you say aunt? Because uh, that's how it's spelled. I'm not an idiot right. like you. That's why I say it. <laughs> well, Jared, we can't all be not idiots like you. So, yeah. You well, know, that's I under, You know what? That's that's part of growing up, and I'm learning that now. Right. You know. Do you I know am, how the British? Uh, do you know how the British say the word privacy? I do. I do. Uh, oh, I guess it? I should say it. Privacy. <laughs> exactly. Privacy. Excuse me. Can I have a little bit of privacy. Just a little, a little bit of privacy. Well, over here, tinkle. I don't know how they say P. We go for a little go, go, wee. I was just gonna say, yeah, have a little wee. <laughs> go unbutton my trousers, have a little wee. Can I get a little privacy here? 
Need a little privacy. Uh, do they say exactly. dick? Do they say dick in uh, British or cock? They British people say like they say cock. You looking at my cock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're looking at my wee wah wee. <laughs> That's probably what it is actually. Looking at my wee wah wee. Stupid British. <laughs> oh my god, that's too good. That How just too goofy good. is their language? English is a goofy language, though, man. Oh yeah, it's fun though. It is. I like. I it. feel bad though for people who, like, when I look in my students' eyes in my English classes, sometimes I'm <laughs> wow. like, "This just got I'm deep like, out of nowhere." It does, <laughs> but it's. I feel bad for them sometimes because sometimes you know. You can try to explain things, but it's still just English right. doesn't always make sense. It gets to you know? a point where it's just like you'll you'll get it. Just you, you just gotta hear it for a while and get the hang right? of it. Exactly. Take some time. But I so think far English. Also, yep. Go ahead. What's what's ahead. the good thing about English though is that even though it is it is the most difficult to learn in that way, I think because our culture is so ingrained into so many other cultures. Like it's easy to to understand, and it's it's easy mm-hmm. to maybe not easy to learn or pick up, quote unquote. You know, not not easy, but it is easy to I I think understand what we're trying to say because you at least you know you're just you're just inundated with us. Um, I I think especially the I hate to, label podcast. I hate to uh, hate to be this guy, Jared. Be the but guy. I think you're be the guy. Think you're many fregista. <laughs> I think you're assuming a lot, actually. I think uh, I think there's a lot of people out there who. I, it's just I think it's hard to say because if you, I think try to become a part of American culture, you definitely can pick up the language pretty quick. Okay. But I feel like there are other people who like, you know, I know plenty of international students who, you know, have a lot of difficulty understanding American English even in their lectures and stuff, just because they kind of live in little language bubbles, little pockets, you know, where they, all their friends speak their native language. So they're not speaking English enough. And so they're not inundated with the culture. Like you might be, if you are studying abroad and you're with a bunch, you know, you're living with maybe an American or something like that. And I'll contradict myself too. I think the, um, the, uh, sarcasm is a difficult one too. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that's a a difficult thing to understand. Right. I've Could actually I taught sarcasm anymore? English classes. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Do you really teach sarcasm too? I've yeah, we've we've talked about it in my English teaching. classes. I mean, that's 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 the point of my teaching. I want my students to be able to leave the classroom and use the language and help them help them with their lives, you know? Like That's true. I I'm not sitting here trying to teach them vocabulary words they're never going to use. I want to teach them useful language. Um have all right, Jared, written, so I got Have you already written lesson plans? Oh, for yeah. uh, for Czech Republic, uh, so, started to yeah, and so the things that you're saying are actual things that you're gonna like talk like teach on in the Czech Republic. Uh, well, we'll see. I I always try to diagnose my students and see what they need to learn. Who so are you if, teaching? Who are these? Who are the kids? The kids that I'll be teaching in the Czech Republic are uh, high school aged. Is it like uh, did their parents like sign them up for this program or something? It's a, so it's a technical school. So I think it's just kids who are more interested in like science, engineering, things like that. Okay. But yeah. So, and, and I'm, from what I've read, it seems like uh, Czech culture that it's, it's similar to a lot of other European cultures where they really do take education seriously. So I'm hoping I'll deal with, right. 
Exactly. So I hope I'll be, I think I'll be teaching some pretty, pretty bright kids. It'll be fun. So I got a couple They're other words I, I want to. Chad's going to be oh, coming out of this podcast. <laughs> Fuck these kids. They, someone, someone stole my wallet. I could eat lunch today. <laughs> that's right. They are that's there. Why, that's why you got to pack your lunch. They are gotta there. Be prepared. I got a couple other words for you though, Jared. I, can't and do I it. think we should. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm I'm gonna I've been <laughs> Someone needs to take away my toy. <laughs> hey, it's there it's there to be played with. That's uh that's what she said. Anyways, so I got a couple other one uh words for you. Okay. Record and record. Yes. What do those words mean? Well, record is an actual old school disc situation and you mm-hmm. play it and record is what we're doing with this conversation right now. We're recording. Yes, sir. It. Exactly. So once again, record is our verb. Record is our noun. We yes. also have, I'll give you one last one. Okay. Object and object. Oh my gosh. I never see, and this is all obvious to me. Like when you say it, I know exactly what you're saying. But yep. I never really thought about how much the uh, emphasis mattered until it changes everything. You started just pull it, calling them out to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are the exact same words mm-hmm. that I immediately right. know what you're saying. Object mm-hmm. is a thing as a some sort of object, actual. I, I, I can't use the word. But is a is a is a thing, a so, physical thing. Yes. Yep. And object is to to object is to naysay. To, to say be nay. against. Yes. yes. To be against mm-hmm. something. All right, one last one for you. Okay. Um, permit and permit. Oh, yeah? There's another one. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, we could do this all day long. We could. Uh, to permit. And so is, 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 it seems like a lot of these also the difference is that one's a verb and one's a noun. Yep. Is, is that, that You is hit that the nail usual? on the head. Is that the, yeah. Did I just figure yes, out the like, clue? Yes, it is. Yes, you did. Good job. Um, You'd be getting a four point in my ESL class right now, Jared. Just so you that, know. Oh, is that is that something that uh, you would want your students to realize? Is that uh, one's a oh yeah, one's a absolutely, because a lot of that will um, dictate how how much you can be understood, right? I never. If I say that. if I say we've been doing this podcast for a decade, we've been doing this uh, we've been doing this podcast decade. Um, for I mean, decade, well, it has different out. meanings, yeah, right? Say. Well, yeah, <laughs> but still, you you catch my drift. I mean, right. you know, depending on the way, if I say we we permit this podcast or we permit this podcast, it, it's different. By right? the way, did you renew our permit, our podcasting permit? I did. Okay, good. Okay, because uh, I don't want to p- pay those fines again to the FCC. That's right. The Podcasting Association it. of America branch of the fcc that we're all you know we're all very familiar with oh definitely okay Uh, any more any more anything else to enlighten me with i think that's enough enlightening for this evening what do you think jared i think i've been enlightened all right well then jared why don't we enlighten our listeners with a tasty new song of the pod okay this one is by a group called Buttering Trio. And do you know where they're from? Well, I think you told me where they're from. Oh, I might have. Well, did you listen to me? This is a test to Te- see how much Tel- of the- Tel Aviv, right? Yes. They're from Tel uh-huh. Aviv. And they're like a um they're a, it's a band and it's got like a kind of hip hop ish kind of background uh vibe to it. And there's mm-hmm. a woman that's singing over it. 
And this song is called Unexperienced. And uh, it was a little um, surreal, almost. The the video to it. And mm-hmm. actually kind of the lyrics a little bit, too. And you said you didn't really, you had, a, you had a difficulty understanding what the lyrics were? Yeah, I did. I would love it if you could enlighten me with uh, an explanation of, the, of, those, of those lyrics. I can't talk this evening. Uh, I can't. You know, also what I was thinking too, and I figured that this is the right place to have these conversations is on the microphone, is um, the rule on playing music on podcast. What is that? Especially if these bands barely exist. I always uh, I always go back and forth I on that. Right. I don't know either. Um, and I've, I've read some people say like, oh, if it's only 10 seconds, but then I've read other people saying, no, don't do that. So if any of our lovely listeners know out there, shoot us a line, let us know, so we will not get sued and we can continue recording our untranslatable podcast. I'm sure we have a lot of copyright lawyers out there listening. I mean, it's obvious. That's true. Uh, I well, think that is our main our main niche. For the time being, I'll read you the lyrics. Nice. Uh, always a moment after. I'm not quick enough to grasp around the actual experience. I'm unexperienced. Always the moment passes. And only then I find the answers around the actual experience. I'm unexperienced. Mm, and if I'm not mistaken, okay. that's it. Okay. I, sh- I think that gets repeated once. And it's, you know, it's like a two minute and 30 second song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, because I do watch the videos before when I, whenever I usually pick these songs, I am often drawn by the video too. And this one uh, was very surreal to me. It, it, it had... Why is that? It almost had like the sense of, uh, like one, it it had a clear sense of someone looking in on a bunch of other people's life. Cause it Mm -hmm. seems like every time something was, they were, they were focusing on something. It was from very far away and then they were kind of zooming in on it. And it almost had like this invasive kind of feel to it. Um, definitely. And somehow they got away with sex on YouTube. Oh, that yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, it, once right. again, it was from kind of far away, but uh, there was no mistaking what was happening. Calling them out, Jared. But I thought the video was very cool, and that sort of uh, oh, it's super interesting voyeur uh, uh, angle that they had on it. Mm-hmm. And Coda uh, untranslatable one on Twitter, and you can find it, listen to it, tell us what you think about it, because I'll tweet it. I'll tweet about it. It's pretty great. It's an it definitely had me bobbing my head. Yeah, me too. Me too. So send it out to give those people some, hopefully some good Monday vibes tomorrow. They'll need it. I'll need it. Well, I will. When this episode comes out on Thursday, I'll give you guys some great uh, Thursday vibes. Oh, you're right. right. (laughs) Getting ahead of us, aren't we? Can't keep them all straight anymore. Uh, No, that's fair. We do. We do. uh, We like to back catalog. We do 45 podcasts a day. That's true. Gotta, gotta Actually, do no, something with all that free time we possible. have. Yeah, there's not that many hours in the day. Not that many hours in the day. But you know, it, it is what it is. So yeah, check out that song. What is the title again, Jared? Unexperienced by Buttering Trio. Check Very it out. Kind of trippy, but not. Oh, yeah, but yes, but a, a great, uh, great band background to it as well. It's nice. I like it. Right. And look at the video too, because I'll tweet it out, and it oh, it, it adds it a little bit more to the song. Much like that Capadeza song, the video really adds to it, especially if you don't know what they're saying. He sang. Right. So, Jared, I think uh, it is that time. Do yes. you know what time it is? 
Time for the joke of the pod. Make me laugh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dance, you and, clown. And it's and it's gonna be jokes. Not just joke. I got I got a couple for you. Okay. A lot of these I try to find some jokes that were kind of wordplay-ish. So uh so I hope you enjoy these. So Jared, how do you know when a wedding is really emotional? When a wedding is really emotional. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Give it to me. When even the wedding cake is in tears. Okay. That's what? <laughs> get it? So it's a play on words with the word tears. T-E-A-R-S oh. and T-I-E-R-S. Tears. All right. A wedding cake it. is in tears. Yeah. About, I didn't even think about that. The layered form of tears. All right, right. That's good. I like that. Right. I thought that was kind of clever. Right. I, 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 I like that. All right. So Jared, what does uh, what does someone say when you get a, ba- a bladder infection? It's been nice knowing you. I was well, hoping usually, for that shotgun sound. That uh, shotgun. I was sound about there. to do it. I, literally, my hand was hovering. <laughs> I'm not even lying. My you hand is hovering oh, over man. it. You <laughs> I was actually going to set myself up for it and be like, "Well, what I would say was, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you have a kidney infection. Here, take this.'" Right. It'll be an easier way out. Also, it was give actually, me your money. was also unrelated, but it was a bladder infection. But anyway, so the joke is... What did I say? What kidney? do you say... Yeah, kidney. Oh. What do you say when someone gets a bladder infection? <laughs> I That's right. I don't care. No, you say you're in trouble. Okay. I see what you did there. Do you? Urine. Yeah, urine. Yep. Okay. Right. I didn't connect P and... I, I, I didn't think P when you said... Uh, Oh, okay. See, that's that's the thing about those jokes is that it yeah, it's obvious, but you don't really think of those connections until you're here. It's like, of course, but it's like, oh, I didn't even think to make right. that connection, even right. though it is obvious. It's because these jokes just aren't that great. But it is that's what not it is. true. All right, Jared, I got another There's, one for you. That's the key to a good joke is misdirection, and you're misdirecting me every time. That's the plan. Trying to keep it untranslatable. Chad keeps Jared on his toes. I don't know why I said on third person. That's right. We we should just start talking. About ourselves in the third person. Anyways, what do you call a uh, what do you call a religion that's a non-profit organization? A religion that's a non-profit organization. Uh huh. What do you call it? Non-existent. Well, yes, but what? <laughs> but what is that called? The group of people who believe this are Christians. Or they believe in atheism. Atheism is a non-profit organization. Get it? Because there's like no God, no profit. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Man, I think this is more just a discovery that I'm an idiot rather than that these jokes are good <laughs> or bad. Well, hopefully next episode I'll bring you some better jokes. But no, I, got I like one. these. I like the. I like the. I like the play on words. I got one last play on words joke for you, Jared. Okay. What is the seafood diet? Uh, any if you see food, you eat it. Yes, sir. Oh, I do remember. Yes, sir. That Get one. that ham horn going. <laughs> you are right. That's right. I do. I, I feel like I've heard that one before. All right, because you got that one right so easily, I'm gonna get you with one more. Okay. What did the man say after he was attacked? Uh. With milk, cream, and butter. 
milk, cream, and butter. Fry me mm. up and call me Sally. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> he said, how dare he? Uh, okay. <laughs> right? Kind of like, how dare yeah. he? But Every how time dare I he? actually do right? make an audible laugh, I almost feel like an idiot making a laugh. Where it's like, <laughs> like I do think these are clever. And I have, to, I feel like there, I should laugh just so I don't feel like I'm like, just like I don't want it to be like this. No, All right, give me another one. one. You don't want to experience. Well, no, Good actually, one. if you had, if you had Jaius, a previous untranslatable, you'd be laughing because huh. it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but these aren't bad. It's not that they're bad. <laughs> it's just that they're not like I, I like. They're not ha ha jokes, but I do like right. them, and I do like to play on words. Well, I'll work on some good ha-ha jokes for I'm not you telling you. I'm not Jared. complaining. That's the thing. I'm not complaining. <laughs> That's fair. Chad is very sensitive, everyone. I am. Especially about <laughs> my jokes. Especially about my jokes. Uh-huh. Well, something that I'm a little less sensitive about is our English word of the pod. So I think it's time that I uh, uh, quiz you one last time this episode, Jared. And I've picked an interesting word for us today. And uh, I think this is a word we need to bring back and uh, flex our vocab a little bit on people. So this word is octothorpe. Well, octo is eight. Uh huh. And thort with a T. Thorpe, T H O R P E. Thorpe. Thorpe. I don't know what thorpe is. It sounds like a stupid. It sounds like a game that people play on their computer. Mm. I'm a level forty-five thorpe. Um, or like I'm looking, a, I'm looking up Thorpe for you right now because I actually don't know what that means by itself either. Octothorpe, eight-legged. Here it says Thorpe is a variant of the Middle English word Thorpe, meaning hamlet or small village. Does that have any relation to Octothorpe? Nope. Okay, so well, that, that didn't help useful. you at all. Thank you. Right, you're welcome. So Octothorpe, I'll, I'll let me give you an example, Jared. I feel like okay. we've been giving some pretty helpful examples today. So this one, um, I would say, for example, um, hey Jared, when you go to post our next uh, uh, audio clip on Instagram, could you um, write Octothorpe um, untranslatable podcast or Octothorpe comedy or Octothorpe um travel no no octothorpe is hashtag or pound symbol oh is it really yeah oh that's crazy wait is that like the actual word for it yeah an An octothorpe yep oh wow because if you look at the hashtag it's got eight little thingies sticking out right so a hashtag is four or five an octothorpe Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. So right here, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, uh, I didn't yeah, that's a good one. Get a, a untranslatable here. You were, yes, sir. Uh, late in the game, untranslatable. We gotta, we gotta bring Hashtag, it to our listeners wherever we can. You mean octothorpe? I mean, excuse me, pound signal. I meant to say pound signal. That is, that is also just a uh, an octothorpe. So, but I'm saying that's not. That's also just like a slang term for it, pound. Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Yes. And so here, according to Merriam-Webster, Octothorpe uh, began being used in the early 1970s, but we do not know what led to the prefix for eight being added to the component for Thorpe. So we don't know. But, I mean, the eight makes sense because there's eight little things that stick out, right? 
Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I don't get the Thorpe part either. But there you go. So that was our English word of the pod. Um, so I, do I, we have? Yeah, go ahead. I have. I just want to give you one little challenge. You always make me feel like an idiot at the end of these episodes. That's the word the that my piano teacher and I both realized that we didn't know how to spell uh-huh. is idiosyncrasy. Ah, okay. How do you spell idiosyncrasy? I D I O. Wait, idio. Slow down there. Easy, easy, girl. Hold up. Let me. Is it cheating if I type Hold it on. out? Uh, well, don't cheating? do it into Google because then it'll. Well, no, I'm going to do it in the Trello. Uh, okay, oh, well, shoot. if this was okay. a spelling bee, you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to do that, but I'll, I'll allow it. Um, I'm gonna. Oh man! All right. Well, I misspelled it. I can see the little red thing, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how I spelled it so it's fair. I spelled it I D I O S I N C R A C Y. That's not even close, though. Yeah, that's the real up. spelling is I D I O S Y N. Of course, it is S Y N. C R A S Y. Yeah. Idiosyncrasy. That is a tricky one. Uh, I, we, me and my piano teacher laughed because uh, she was writing it down. She wrote down, slowing down helps your brain to capture all of the idiosyncrasies of artist, artistry and playing. She was so proud of that line. That's anyway, quite a quote. Yeah. She started writing idiosyncrasies, and I could see her like aggressively slow down. <laughs> uh, and like, it, it, like she like crossed out the S, then wrote a C. And she's like, idios. And I was like, I don't know either. I don't know. Right. Well, now we both know, Jared. Now the millions of uh, listeners know as well. That's right. I-D-I-O-S-Y-N-C. Oh, shoot. I I deleted it. I-D-I-O-S-Y-N-C-R-A-S-Y. Idiosyncrasy. There we go. Yep. There we go. Well, this has been quite an enlightening episode. Um, I would like to thank you, Jared, for the uh, wonderful co-hosting and uh, all the enlightening things that you've shared today. It's always my uh, pleasure. Oh, the, the pleasure is purely mine, good sir. And I would just like to thank all of our listeners out there for listening. Please drop us a line at untranslatable1 at, uh, at Twitter, untranslatable podcast for our Instagram and shoot us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Hopefully you can use some of these new English pronunciations and untranslatables in your daily life, and we will see you next time. Uh